So there we were, both naked and embarrassed, although Winey seemed to be more so. His cheeks were actually turning red from shame, <laughs> which was quite satisfactory. Despite that, I did want to look around for something to cover myself, even though I felt awful because of the concussion. But then... This is Nidak, my adventure. Written down in a better way than I can tell it. Episode 8 Unexpected Friendships Nedek, Nedek, wake up. Come now, you are alright, are you not? Wake up. The voice got through her head, every sound amplified in her broken brain. Here, perhaps you should give it a try. Something soft and fluffy brushed against her face, accompanied by the quiet hum of a small engine. Funny enough, it didn't hurt her head. A rough, red thing scraped her cheek, over and over. A tongue! Normal-sized, this time. Kitty! Neda grinned before opening her eyes, one at a time. She was on her back, head to the side. Her little purring machine sat next to her, replacing the legs with headbutts once he saw that her eyes were open. She groaned, and repeated the groan when that hurt. Gentle hands helped her sit up. Easy now. I believe you have been injured quite severely. She looked left, slowly, and there he was, kneeling. Pedrin, the Prince Charming of Parallelogram. No, that wasn't it. What was his kingdom called again? Didn't matter. And he wasn't a prince, he was a king. And he saved me. They looked each other in the eyes for an awkward moment. I guess it was about time you saved me. Only a few more tries and we're even. She laughed, a little bit shakily, and bumped her fist against his shoulder. Her head still ached as much as ever, her muscles sore from the awkward, tied-up position. What happened? Well... After you stormed off into the woods, I followed at a distance because I was not about to lose sight of you. Neither of us know where we are, you see, so I did not think it wise to separate. Are you all right to stand up? He stood up first to help her to her feet, but she shook her head slowly and sat back down looking at Kitty. Then I saw the dragon barge into you, dropping you like a bag of seeds. Kitty wanted to defend you while you were unconscious, but the dragon scooped him up in one of his paws. I feared the worst for him, but he was fine. They seemed to get along, somehow. His voice turned up in wonder. 
I followed them here and saw the purple creature cut your clothes away and tie you up. Bloody heavens! How could I forget that I'm naked? Before the thought fully formed, she made an effort to cover up her boobs and cross her legs. She couldn't stop herself from looking up at him, because that's the proper thing to do when talking to someone. Yeah, he was also still naked. With him standing up and she sitting, the perspective wasn't great. How many more balls am I going to look up to these days? Kitty left the dragon right before you woke up. I prepared my triangles as squares and waited for the right time. The nose cavity deemed me to be an ideal target. And it was. I got a perfect shot in and the creature died. What about the dragon? Didn't it attack you or want to defend the slurp? Ignoring the confusion she felt at his triangles and squares thing, she attempted to stand up again accepting his helping, quite muscly arms. She also made a massive effort of not feeling embarrassed for being in the nude. She kept reminding herself that it's fair now, because he hadn't worn any clothes since they've met. Once she was standing, she followed her question by looking around, learning quickly that it's best to move your head in a slow way when concussed. Before she could look behind her, the feel of Blackie's tongue ran up from about halfway her legs up to her head. She didn't know how she should feel about her having licked her ass. She turned around, but faster than she could do anything else, another leg came, covering the front of her body. The tug did on her sore boobs was definitely not pleasant. Blackie, stop! She yelled, not expecting the command to make any impression. To her surprise, she stopped licking her, sat on her back haunches and looked down at her, split tongue out, moving with her breath, just like a stupid dog. The breath smelt equally as bad. Neda glanced at Whiny, then looked down at Kitty, who'd gone up to Blackie, his full purr machine on, giving headbutts against the blacker-than-black claws. Neda jumped back when a deeper and louder purr machine started. The dragon bent through the front pass to receive the headbutts against the tip of her snout which was about Kitty's size. So, the dragon also acts like a cat. She instantly liked her better. Is this the way dragons are supposed to behave? She asked Whiny without taking her eyes off the strange combination of cat and dragon. They obviously liked each other. Blackie had curled up and Kitty was lying in the middle of the dragon donut both purring away. Nedek was glad that the purrs didn't affect her split head. It was still hurting, but it also didn't get worse by those sounds. She turned her unbelieving eyes towards Swanee, 
who shrugged. Shaking her head, slowly, she looked back at her animal duo. It was pretty cute. Both of them seemed to be falling asleep. The dragon's body was twisted in an astounding, flexible way. Her rested head beside her belly, in the same direction. She had a tail long enough to go around the outside of her curled-up body completely. Amazing. Wait, what was that? Nedak looked a bit closer at the tail. At what she would guess was the halfway point, something gleamed at her. Oh, it was her halberd, the dark metal almost camouflaged against the black dragon skin. That slurp had thought to hide it by putting it on the dragon. She was impressed. That had been a good idea. Could she? Yes. She unlatched the harness and it came off the tail as easy as the shower's water had slid off whiny. She froze. What? Where did that thought come from? Ugh. Must be my hormones making me all romantic and horny. She glared at Whiny as she put the halberd support harness on. He'd just been standing there, looking at them. Or had he been looking at her nudity? She decided she wouldn't go down that path, that train of thought. Too much self-consciousness lay that way. And that always prevented her from doing her job right. Once the harness was on, she groaned when she looked down. Great. The design of the harness made a triangle of dark mushkin, mushroom leather, around each boob, even lifting it up. She looked as if she was ready for a game of kinky bondage. It was too much for her modesty, so she tried to use one arm to cover them while glaring at Whiny. He wasn't looking in her direction anymore. She thought he did have a blush on his cheeks. Come on, Mr. Fifty Shades of Red. We should try to find out where we are and how we can get to your kingdom. How can these two be so soundly asleep so quickly? Wake them. I'm taking a look around first. She wanted to see if there was anything she could use to cover herself up. Anything at all would be good, even a large leave. The rational part of her mind knew that walking around was a terrible idea, wounded as she was. But she wasn't about to pass out again while naked and with whiny here. A loud growl turned her around. There, too close to where Whiny stood, the slurp jumped up, squeezing the triangle out of his nose cavity. Pink blood spurted out, but he was obviously not dead. He did look furious. You have been listening to Nadek, Chapter 8 Unexpected Friendships Narrated by myself, Nadek. Adventured by and lived through by Nadek. Written in a better way than I can tell it by Astrid Jeff.
don't go just yet. We've got bloopers coming up. Before we get to those, we just want to say that if you head over to astridjeff.com, you can find transcripts and full chapters of this podcast. Even more, you can find an unedited draft of Nadek at least up to 15 chapters further than a podcast goes. So, if you're keen to know how the story continues, you have the option to go and read. Find us on Twitter at Astrid Jeff and at Nadek and Kitty. If you like this show and would like to support it, a good way to do that is share it around to everyone you know. An even better way is to rate and review it on iTunes or whichever podcatcher you use. Don't forget to follow the show or subscribe for free. Something soft and fluffy brushed against her face. Her muscles sore from the awkward tied up on... <coughs> Bloody heavens! How could I forget? For... 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 Did you? Okay, that's not right. Hey... Nothing like narrating to find your old mistakes. With him standing up and she sitting... The... P- the poop. Kitty left the dragon... No, wait... <laughs> You forgot to do the voice. The nose cavity deemed me to be a perfect target. And it was. I got a perfect shot in. Ideal target. Yeah, let's change that. Ideal target. <laughs> editing? Well, never editing. Okay. The nose cavity see deemed. <laughs> the nose cavity... She didn't know how she should feel about having her, about having her, how she should feel about her having licked her ass. It's confusing. Hmm. Okay, let's change this as well. jumped back when a deeper and louder spin machine spin. Purr, purr, not spin. Damn. She had a tail long enough to go around the outside of her curled up body. Tail long enough to completely, body completely. Damn, it's like I haven't even ended this. Yeah. Bad. Nedak looked at. Uh, yes! Whew. How can these two be so soundly asleep? Yep. A loud growl turned her around. Ah, oh, that's twice around. Ah, oh, fuck. What the fuck have you been doing when you were editing? It's terrible. Uh, paused. 